This is Quotations, a podcast about words, written and spoken throughout history. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. No matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. The Pale Blue Dot, the only home we've ever known. Hello and welcome to Quotations. I'm Matthew Monroe. Here's today's quote. Quote, We cannot each single-handedly cure all of society's ills, but we can contribute more kindness, more caring, and more consciousness to what is happening inside of us and around us. And that will begin to make a difference. End quote. Now those are the words of author and human relations expert Barbara DeAngelis. DeAngelis was born March 4, 1951 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Barbara is the author of more than 16 books with total sales of more than 10 million copies worldwide. Her books include Real Moments, Are You the One for Me, How Did I Get Here, and many, many others. And today's quote actually comes from Real Moments, and we'll talk about that here more in a moment. She earned her PhD from Columbia Pacific University in psychology and has, for decades, counseled and spoken about relationships and spiritual growth with countless numbers of people. And she's a renowned and sought-after public speaker and guest lecturer, as well as making many TV appearances with her messages of hope and strength, empowerment, and compassion. She was awarded the Toastmasters' highest honor, the Golden Gavel, in 2007. Now, if you don't know what Toastmasters is, it is a public speaking development group, is kind of how I think of it. They get together. They give speeches, they provide feedback on people's speeches, both in terms of content and in terms of presentation, and people progress through the various different types of speeches, and ultimately end up improving themselves as a public speaker. Not all of them go on to be prolific public speakers, but this can be valuable for anyone who's pursuing any kind of improvement in speaking to others. Now, for comparison, others who have been awarded the Golden Gavel include John C. Maxwell, Stephen Covey, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Art Linkletter, and Walter Cronkite, which puts her in the company of some very well-known names, some of whom have actually been, through their words, guests on this podcast. She is, from the videos of hers that I've watched, an engrossing and compelling speaker, so it makes sense. Much of her work revolves around relationships, both personal and professional, and her guidance is the kind of thing you could spend a significant amount of your life trying to attain. And that's what good self-help writers and speakers do. They challenge us to see beyond where we are today to a future place where we want to be and then challenge us to take steps to get there. Today's quote is no exception. We all have relationships, and each one of them is unique and rewarding and challenging all at the same time. Whether it's you and your children, your friends, your parents, your co-workers, or total strangers on the street, every human interaction is a type of relationship of one depth or period of time or another. And we've spoken at great length on this podcast about how we treat and interact with others. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that aside from, well, and really if I'm being honest, in conjunction with self-improvement, it's one of our most touched topics. Which makes sense, because... Aside from ourselves, and improving ourselves, everything else that we do, almost exclusively, revolves around others. So it makes sense to spend time on relationships and talking about how to improve those. And that's exactly what DeAngelis does. And another good reason, it's hard. 
It's hard not to be egocentric, to not focus solely on our own little fishbowl of a world, automatically and unconsciously, at least most of the time, discounting the lived experiences of others. And if you kind of roll your eyes at the term lived experience, trust me, it's what you're doing every day. It's what I'm doing every day. We are living our own lives. We are experiencing the world as we know it. It's why arguments of, well, that's how it was back then, seem to suffice when critical commentary arises about shortcomings of our ancestors, even a generation or two removed. Names on pages and in old movies don't mean anywhere near the same to us as our lives right now. And I'd argue that there is a sort of ego inertia, to coin a new phrase, I suppose, to all of this. It's so innate and so automatic sometimes that we must actively be made aware of it And then we must actively seek to remain aware of this tendency in order to then actively fight against it. And if this all sounds exhausting, it is. But that said, it's also doable. It's possible to acknowledge that we are egocentric by default. Call it survival, call it our reptile brain, call it our id or ego or a carryover from our hunter-gatherer days where everything was in short supply and extra expended energy on others came at an unacceptable cost to you. Once we acknowledge that it exists, for whatever reason it exists, we can take control of each moment and push back against that now that we recognize that it is unnecessary to be in that survival mode or that attitude of me first above all others. After all, what kind of world is it when everyone is willing to step on heads and push down others in order to ascend higher and higher? I'd argue it's miserable. That's what kind of world that is. But, you may be saying, Matt, you're getting a little Pollyanna on me here, and that's true, so I'll put aside that side of me for a moment, and I will acknowledge that it is all but impossible to be this way all the time, in every circumstance. There are times where our default overrules and saves us time and effort. And what matters is that we make the effort, even if we don't always succeed. And that's where today's quote comes in. So here's what DeAngelis says once more. She says, quote, We cannot each single-handedly cure all of society's ills, but we can contribute more kindness, more caring, and more consciousness to what is happening inside of us and around us, and that will begin to make a difference, end quote. And no one person's effort is going to fix everything. Being constantly aware and kind and conscientious does have a positive impact on the ones with whom you interact, in the micro, right here in front of you. And even if everyone who listens to this podcast did this, heated DeAngelis' advice, it would be but a drop of kindness in a sea of selfishness. But, and this is a big but, if you heed her words and work to abide by what we're talking about here, and others see that, those same people, the children, friends, significant others, parents, co-workers, etc. that I mentioned earlier, and they see what you've done, they begin to notice And they begin to mirror that behavior themselves. Well then, we get ourselves into a sort of pay-it-forward kind of scenario. And for those that are not familiar, Pay It Forward is a movie from back in the early 2000s, I think, maybe the late 90s, that starred Kevin Spacey and, I believe, Helen Hunt. And the concept there was that a teacher challenges his students to come up with a plan to change the world and put it into action. And one industrious student decides to pay deeds of goodness forward to three other people, doing good deeds for them, 
and thus creating an ever-expanding circle of influence. And that, in the movie, is where the magic happens. Now, it's cheesy, it's hokey, it's a little Pollyanna, but hey, I guess today's episode's a little Pollyanna. But I would ask, for those that think that that's the case, that Pay It Forward is an eye-roll-worthy film, and that this whole idea of contributing kindness and conscientiousness is going to change the world, I would argue to you, what stops us from doing something like this? Honestly. Setting aside our skepticism, setting aside the eye rolls and the deep sighs, what stops us from being this way? A bit of effort? A bit of time? Surely you can identify a bit of time that you waste every day. A bit of unfruitful energy expended on something dumb. Because I know that I can And that is what DeAngelis is calling us to do here. Just a bit. Just a touch. Just a thing or two or three that when viewed narrowly, affect very few, but when taken in aggregate, growing outward from one conscientious person, you, and from me, that we can have a dramatic impact. The challenges we see in the world didn't develop overnight. Pick an injustice, any injustice you see around you. It didn't start today. It grew in the same way. But the inverse, one inaction, one cruelty, one selfish act, repeated in an anti-pay-it-forward kind of way. And before you know it, it's everywhere. We have a joke in the Marine Corps, being the smallest and least well-funded service. And Marines have actually written about this in books, but it's a well-known joke. That while we constantly have to do more with less, and we have to be creative in how we, what's the word, acquire things, some may call it stealing, We prefer tactically acquiring. But the joke is that there's only one thief in the Marine Corps, and everyone else is just trying to get their shit back. Well, that's what this is. Someone did me wrong. So I'm trying to get back to status quo. To get my shit back. At the expense of someone else. And then that person feels compelled to do the same. And on and on and on. And before you know it, we're in this vicious cycle of self-feeding selfishness that circles back on itself, because eventually, somebody who, maybe you, tangentially, through 3, 4, 12, or 12,000 parties, did wrong, circles back to you and does you wrong. And then you're right back where you started. So, let us discard this notion, and instead, reverse it. Be the one who interrupts that cycle, who stops that self-feeding, selfish cycle. Let's instead put good out into the world. And instead of constantly taking for ourselves, give to others. This is not hard. This is not difficult. Every single one of us can find it in ourselves on a daily basis to give one kind word, one kind deed, one action, one nod, one smile, one held door to someone else. And if that empowers that person, if that lightens that person's load for but a moment, And they then, in turn, turn around and do that for somebody else. Even though you never see it happen. Good things are coming about because of you. Because of something you did. Because of something you chose to do. And as we've said many times before, you won't do this right every time. I won't do this right every time. We won't do this right every time. There will be days, weeks, where we forget about this, and it goes without. But you've heard my words now. You've heard DeAngelis' words. You can't escape that. Eventually, maybe they'll forget, but they're there now. 
and I would challenge you to not let them escape so easily, but instead internalize them for yourself and take them as a call to action so that when you next encounter somebody, whether that's when you take off your headphones, when you turn off this podcast, when you get out of your car, and you interact with that next person, the very next person that you come in contact with after the end of this episode, will you do something kind for them? Will you do something compassionate? Will you consider that person as equal to you in all ways and do something that elevates them for but a moment? Because I suspect that if you do that, they will then do the same for someone else. And you can create the ripples that move outward from you to others, not for your own benefit, but for the benefit of everybody else. And if we can do this, we will, as DeAngelis says, begin to make a difference. We will begin to cure the ills of the world, not alone, but collectively. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app, or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod, or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you, welcome your feedback, and thanks as always for listening.